Welcome to Pretty Unlimited. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry New Year. (laughs) Okay, so today's podcast to you lovely boys and girls will be all about one of my favorite topics in the world. Yeah. Christmas movies. Oh, boy. Woohoo! Is there any type of movie you love more than a Christmas movie? No. I didn't think so. No. If you give me a Christmas rom-com, oh my God. (laughs) I am super, 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 super happy. And the sad part is, uh, none of those made my <laughs> made my list. Well, I mean, there there are a lot of Christmas rom coms. They're not the best Christmas movies. I don't no. think. So Chris and I decided to uh, do our top five favorite Christmas movies each. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a beast of a time. Yeah, I don't. It was very trying to get mine me. down to from twenty. <laughs> I don't get it. And I struggled, and I able I was able to pull some off, and I could only get it down to twelve. 12. But I'm only That's just gonna. Crazy. I'm, I'm just gonna name the top five. <laughs> I had there was I had a five I had five, and then there was one movie I forgot to include, so I had to take one off and put it on. But I was like, it took me. It probably took me longer to type them out than it did to figure out what my favorite Christmas movies were. Okay. So really quick, I'm going to name the ones that I, that are not on my list. Okay. Just so I could say them because it makes me happy to say them. All right. Uh, the Christmas Box. Uh, I don't know that film. That's with uh, Richard Thomas, who... John Boy. Okay. Uh-huh. From the Waltons. Okay. And... um. Uh, Super sweet movie. Uh, it's a little dark. Okay. It's kind of dark, and it's a little eerie. Okay. Um. And uh, Maureen O'Hara. Where? From Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is is an old woman yeah. in this movie, but she's in it. So I just I love the fact that one of the best movies ever has. The same actress. Where she's coming this, back to yeah, do more and, Christmas and doing stuff. Another one. Yeah. Uh, George C. Scott's A Christmas Carol. That's not in your top five? No. Interesting. Well, okay. Never mind. Uh, the cartoon A Year Without Santa Claus. That's the one where it's... it's like claymation stuff. But it's like a snowman, but he's got like a vest on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone's not in your top five? Okay. White Christmas. White Christmas did not make my list, but that's a great film. A Christmas Story. Wow. Okay. I see what you're doing here. And Trading Places. I see what you're doing here. It just missed. I was fighting myself on on Trading Places. This will be interesting then. Okay. So I did my my ones that didn't make my top five. (laughs) What is the one that you booted off? I don't. What was the one that I booted off? I don't remember now. Shit, it was there. <laughs> okay, well then, what's your number five? Wait, I want, let's take this shot before we do. Oh God, I'm gonna fall asleep. Let's take this shot and then we'll get into the top five. Say hi to Jack. Okay, wait a minute. So we are taking a shot of Jack Daniels. So I want you to pause the podcast and go get whatever's in your house that's alcohol and not rubbing alcohol. True. And. Vanilla extract, whatever, you know. Ugh. And it's got alcohol in it. No, I know, I get it. Or, you know, you could do a double dose of NyQuil. Okay. Jesus, you're going to fall asleep by the end of the podcast. Okay. And when you come back and you hit play, we're going to we're gonna wait for you. Okay, go ahead. Hit pause. One, two, three. Okay, so you're back. So now, <laughs> you can take the shot with us. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Shit. Whew. Okay. <laughs> I feel the flush in my face. Wow. We can hear you slapping the flesh on your chest. <laughs> um, What's your uh, number five? Number five, Gremlins. I knew you were going to come up with the non-Christmas movie. What do you mean non-Christmas? No, no, no. We're going to talk about that after. This is It's a Christmas film. It is a Christmas movie. It's not traditional. 
I think it is. I mean, it, no, it definitely is, but it's not one that I think. Uh, like that wh- some people, when people are thinking, let's watch. We're going to have the, that discussion after. But okay, no, so- okay, no, that was that was it. My my the one I took off was Die Hard. Okay, which is the one that is the main topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Gremlins. Um, I mean, how Gizmo was a Christmas gift. Yeah. There's uh, it's it's all. It was the gift that kept on giving. Literally, <laughs> very literally. As you're drinking water. <laughs> it's it's yeah about that. Not it's eat, not after midnight. It's not, like ten o'clock. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not eating fried chicken or anything. Um, PM. I don't want people to think we're doing shots in the AM. I mean, whatever. we won't do that until tomorrow. Whatever works. Um, you know, it's funny. Gizmo's definitely cute, and then it's just like very sadistic. I actually never liked the movie. I love that film. I've seen it. Uh, numerous times but mainly when i've watched it after the first time was trying to find a way to like it because so many people love the movie and it just it just wasn't my thing it was a phenomenon it was i was a fan there was gizmos and and stuff oh yeah i mean what was the little evil bastard's name uh stripe stripe gremlins is a weird situation but uh and who was who was the the one black guy in it? Was it was it uh, Colonel Taylor from Different World? I think it might have been Colonel Taylor uh, was the black dude. If if he's not him, I it, like him. Yeah, he's good. And he's 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 good for a random role, but he was the the teacher in the school. Or so what he was the teacher again. <laughs> Big facts, but this was science, not math. But yeah, mm-hmm. great film, crazy film. <laughs> <laughs> very over the top. Very over the top. The lady, uh, the old lady in the chairlift getting thrown out of the house is, <laughs> was one of my favorite bits for a while. I remember that part. <laughs> that and the part where all the gremlins were in the bar and um, <laughs> the Phoebe Cates was going crazy and then she starts beating them up. Those are highlights of the film. <laughs> What's your number five? It ain't gremlins. <laughs> um, Great film. My number five is, it came out in 2014, okay. so this is my newest one on the list. Okay. Uh, the Secret Santa. Was remember that? it was like a mockumentary? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on like Discovery that, Channel or oh something. Oh my gosh. It was just done really, really well. Yeah, yeah. So it's like from the perspective of a reporter, so she's like finding out about these weird things going on in different places, and she's like trying to track it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so you have to watch it in this, in, but it's, it'll, it'll like get you choked up. Yeah. It's kinda. an interesting one. It's, yeah. It's, and it's really good. Like it's very, it's not like so corny where like, it's obvious what's going on. They yeah, do kind of yeah, take yeah. you through like, and you're kind of trying to figure out like, well, I don't get it. Like what's, what's the point. Yeah. And it's one of those ones where kind of. You get a you you. I was getting annoyed the first time I watched it because I was like expecting it's Christmas, duh. I know what it is, but yeah. you're like, is this going somewhere else? Like I don't Word. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. And then and then it's like, all when it's wrapped up with a bow on it, you're like crying your ass off, and it's like, oh my god, I have to watch this again yeah. so I can cry again. I remember I remember you getting really hype off of that film. Like, it was really good. I loved it. Yeah, interesting. And your number. Four. Number four for me was Home Alone. Great movie. It's uh, it's one of those films that... I get so mad at the parents. I don't understand. Like, everybody has the conversation now where it's like... Although, I want to punch the uncle, whatever his name is. I don't remember his name. He's trash. He's, he's an actual garbage can. Like... He don't. He's not nice to his wife. You don't see him talk to his own kids. No, he's a uh, yeah. It, he, it's it's hard. Uncle Frank. It's yeah. hard to believe that Uncle Frank has kids the way he just he he's who really just about himself. Him? I mean that random ass lady who was putting the fucking salt and pepper shakers in a put because it, he told her to put it put it in your purse. Um, this is Crystal. There, <laughs> there's it has so many memorable <laughs> with the champagne. Phil, Phil, keep keep keep, yeah, keep, keep, keep to, to the top. <laughs> he's such an idiot. Um. It's got so many memorable scenes. And I mean, and it's not even because like I've seen it so many times. It's like anybody who is of a certain age that has watched that film, mm. they like they have multiple lines in that film that are just I amazing. know your mom likes when the Michael Jordan 
yeah, thing is going. She would. She would. <laughs> That's um, my man. I, I, like for, and it's one of those films where after a while, or like every year, there's always one part that I really like. For a while, I really liked when uh, Buzz was telling Kevin that the the guy with the, the old man mm-hmm. it was like an assault turns the bodies <clears throat> to mummies and Kevin's like mummies I don't know why <laughs> this should always crack me up um and see I like the picture of his, of Buzz's girlfriend yeah Arf. woof woof which was actually like one of the sons of the producers <laughs> with it was like literally like the the producer's son with a wig on was that picture or something like that <laughs> um it, I did it. I mean, I hate. I don't want to be too self promotiony, but I did interview Buzz for Complex a couple, couple of years, years ago. ago. Mm-hmm. It was it was whenever the twenty fifth anniversary was, and uh, he tells some he tells more interesting stories about working on the second one because like Michael Jackson literally went to the set or whatever. But uh, yeah, Trump, it's, Trump was in that one. Yeah, well, that's the other problem is uh, Trump was deaf. They were at Trump Tower or whatever. I just like the Bird Lady. In that one, I like the fucking and the old guy. I like the toy he had with the talk, the talk boy, or whatever the shit uh, was called. I I I wanted one. I don't. I feel like I hadn't seen it before that film. I'm assuming they made it a thing mm-hmm. afterwards. But that shit was so cool. <laughs> and the the angels with what was it? What was the name of the movie? Angels with dirty souls or something? Yeah, shit something like, like that. that. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And they made those up. Yeah, they were definitely fake films, but. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's one of those things where it's one scene from a fake film and I probably know every line of dialogue in it. <laughs> but yeah, actually, this one website called Chalkline, they do like a lot of those like satin jackets. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their Christmas jacket this year is, it's a, it's a Home Alone theme. It's a Little Nero's jacket and they have a, a hat to go with it too. <laughs> It looks just like the little Nero's pizza That's so cute. delivery stuff. But yeah, I, I got an email about that last week. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I like that. I would wear that. <laughs> I would too. I would too. What's your number four? The nineteen sixty six original version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, that's damn. That would have been if I did a top ten. That would have been up on on the top ten. That's a really well made. Because I don't like the movie, the, the, the live action one. I'm not a fan. No, and I don't. I don't care to see the new uh, CGI one. No, no. I like the original one. I thought it was perfect from beginning to end. Yeah, he was completely an asshole. Yeah, he had the tiniest to, heart, the, the and he, he was so mean to the little puppy. To the little dog Put and the was fucking reindeer ears on him and there were horns on him like and then left him with one little horn because that's all his little body could you know he kept falling I'm, forward. I mean it was a <laughs> tiny fucking dog. The song in the beginning, you could just give me that for a half hour. Just my man singing about how terrible this green mm-hmm. ass bastard was. Amazing. And and his voice goes so well with that. Mm-hmm. With the whole, I mean they just did a really really good job on that whole thing. I can watch it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, very good. So. Very good. Number three. Number three, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Ooh. That's another fun one. I think, I feel like I was young enough to remember when it like first hit the home theater, but I don't think that it got as accepted as like a mainstream Christmas movie until the last like four or five years or whatever, where it's. It's been ramped up more. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely... I feel like it's become more of a staple now. I guess maybe since cable channels need more classic Christmas content. It's mm-hmm. definitely like a modern classic yeah. Christmas film. Um, it's, you know, it's funny because we were talking about the Hallmark stuff. And... Um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name. Marie from Everybody Loves Raymond. Doris... Uh, Doris something. Yeah, oh I can't gosh. think of her last name. So Rest she, in peace to her. Dude. She does the Mrs. Miracle Christmas movie. Yes. Uh-huh. And then she's in Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too. So she's in a bunch of... She's a Chris... And there's been another... There's, and actually, Everybody Loves Raymond is one of the shows that has the better Christmas episode. Yes, definitely. Like they've... Uh, in their time, they did a really good job with those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, National Lampoon's, I mean, I'm not Favorite the... Favorite part? 
favorite part that's of... not the spiel no the spiel i mean i like the spiel but that was that was never like my favorite part um and i'm not as big of, the, of a fan of the ending i always hated i didn't say i hate it but like it seemed like it wrapped everything up too nicely um probably the sequence the whole dinner the whole christmas dinner that they have i love the part where she the wife at beverly d'angelo uh-huh. is she's gonna pretend like she's eating it and then if you look she like swings it she, off to the side and she doesn't <laughs> she's low-key the mvp of that film yes. like she's she's very she's like a very sweet kind woman but she's also like quick to roll her eyes when 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 what's his name what the fuck is is Chevy Clark. Ch- Clark when Clark says some like some shit that's dumb mm-hmm. like when he's like what do you think I I put all these light bulbs up and didn't check them she's like yeah that's definitely what the fuck I think <laughs> asshole she's hilarious um yeah I think the whole the whole dinner scene the, from the, the cutting the turkey and it's like just bones and a bunch of mm-hmm. hot air to uh the dog the whole because like in that in that scene you go from the fucking cat getting blown up under the chair the squirrel <laughs> jumping out of the the tree which turns into the dog fucking the house up it's just so much that goes on in that like everything that could go wrong at dinner went wrong i don't know that, that part always cracked I, me up i kind of love the dynamic of them all trying to really have this traditional family christmas mm-hmm. while their neighbors are the ultra modern yeah hippie not celebrating really anything you know they're and they're clashing the yeah, whole movie 100%. they're clashing and i i love the dynamic and i don't think a lot of people really yeah pay attention to it it's just like these assholes next door but really if you think about it it's really these modern yuppies and versus the traditional family christmas Mm -hmm. kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. and the one thing that i love about christmas vacation is that is what you're supposed to do in terms of your family yeah we are we all think we got fucked up family members and this and that, and you don't realize in their eyes, you're the fucked up one. Yeah, of course. And, um, but Clark's whole thing is, you know, he, they're totally all accepting of each other. Word. You know, which I like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but yeah, it's an awesome movie. And you do get to see all the steps. You get to see the shopping for gifts. You get to see the going out sledding, the family coming Audrey's over. face freezing because her eyeballs can't she can't blink yeah yeah because he forgot the axe the uh yeah chopping down trees the last days at work Mm -hmm. um there was something else i always like that he's got the um wiley coyote mug Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at work and his boss is looking at his coffee mug like what the fuck like why do you got this (laughs) yeah clark griswold's a weird one I, i i i will say i've seen i probably saw european vacation more Mm-hmm. Than the first one, but like the first National Lampoon's movie I saw was Christmas Vacation. I saw European first, so I don't. I, I it, think I gotta go back and watch and and see how like quirky and weird he was. It's a different Audrey. There's different kids in European Vacation. Yeah, I think they're different. Yeah. I I want to say the kids are different in every Lampoon. Yeah, she's film. in it. She's in them. She's in them, but the mm-hmm. kids are because because yeah. fucking what was his name. Thomas Michael Hall or mm-hmm. someone he's he's in one of them or something like that. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. The one little white boy. Anyway, because <laughs> um, yeah, the, the kids are different in like the Vegas vacation too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation top three. Don't fight me. What's your number three? Uh, what movie do I make us watch right after the parade goes off on Thanksgiving? Miracle on 34th Street. Because it starts off with a Thanksgiving Day parade. (laughs) That's a a good film, too. I Um, get lost after a while. I love the movie. Um, I have thus far, and I've tried, I have watched every remake, and I don't like any of the remakes. I wonder if they're going to make a new one soon. Oh, God, I I wish they'd just give it up. They're um, making everything. They might as well. I know. Don't touch mash. Um, 
or happy days or <laughs> could they do could they do a mash during desert storm probably right they could do anything i mean they could i don't want to say should but i wonder like that would be the one that makes sense they're not going to find another alan alda well, yeah, it's, it, it'll be a different dynamic. But anyway, yeah. anyway. Okay, so um, I like that in this movie, it's Santa Claus. Well, it's it's either it's Santa Claus or you can't prove to me that it's not Santa Claus. Yeah, and there's know? at no point is it that this is not Santa Claus. Yeah. If, if, All the way up to the cane at the end of the the last the last shot. That shit is wild. Mm-hmm. That's, well, the, I re, there was a point where I was like, okay, when I was growing up, I never really watched the film. That's my, one of my Auntie Lisa's favorite films, so I'd seen it before. But it was and tell tell the listeners what you did for your Auntie Lisa. Oh, on uh, was it Black Friday? Uh, my mom. I talked to my mom, who always goes to my Auntie Lisa's on Thanksgiving, um, and she said that my Auntie Lisa didn't have the film. And she wasn't going to... Actually, it might have been Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving afternoon. She said, my Annalise didn't have the film, and she didn't want to wait until Monday until it started coming on TV. So I found it on Amazon, and I sent... Because it was on Prime. It was like a two-day. She would have got it that Saturday. She did text me to say she received it. But it was... And she loves the black and white version, so I made sure that it was... I believe it was the two-disc. It had black and white on one, color version on the other one. Um... Cause that's oh that's her film that's mm-hmm. that's the one that she wants to watch, um, but I was saying like, as I got older, I got to appreciate how they took the idea of really trying to prove that this person was Santa Claus with real world stuff. Yes, like it's one thing to be like, oh well. This is my little son, and of course, Daddy, you told me never to tell a lie, and this is definitely, like, it's one thing to do that. It's another thing to be like, we got these letters sent here to (laughs) Santa Claus, and they were delivered to him, and it has to be him because the post office is a government-sanctioned, like, it was so well done in trying to prove or trying to make you really think about damn well if this isn't santa claus and why would all of there's really all of these exhibits and if this wasn't santa claus this shit wouldn't add up exactly it was fun but yeah we, and, and then just like the little girl singing i like the santa. prosecutor like trying to deal with his son and his wife and yeah, they're that, all like and the judge is going through it yeah, with, with, with the with the shady guy with the with the the cigar and everything that's his uh campaign manager yeah 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 but shout out, who was homegirl that played the little girl? Maureen O'Hara. That was the little girl. Mm-hmm. That's the one that died? Hmm? No, she was in... Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Natalie Woods. Natalie Woods. I'm thinking the mom. Yeah. Maureen Na- O'Hara. She, she was great. Natalie, Natalie Woods. Woods. I'm, I'm assuming she was very, fairly young in that film. She was, really she was like eight or nine. She was, she was the typical smart-ass... Know it all, little girl. Oh, says her. She was eight. Yeah, she was great. In that. I don't. I, I don't think I'd ever watch anything else with her in it. But she was great in that. So I'm reading this from a history website. Uh huh. There is a scene in the middle of the film where Chris, dressed up as Santa at Macy's, greets a shy little girl. Her mother, actually, we learn her adoptive mother, mm-hmm. tries to explain to him that the little girl knows no English, that she is a Dutch refugee. Mm-hmm. An orphan from Rotterdam, recently brought to the United States and placed in a foster home. Um, you all know what happens next. Chris, miraculously, it seems, begins speaking to her in Dutch. Her little eyes widen in amazement, and she speaks back. Sinterklaas, as she squeals in delight, it's a first sign to us, the audience, that there is something special about this old man. Maybe he really is Santa Claus. Um, so... Uh, I, I okay, so it's a clock. It's a Hollywood at its classic best. But I, like I said, I'm not a kid anymore. I started thinking about it, about Rotterdam and the Luftwaffe terror raid, which um, is what this little girl had went through. Uh-huh. Um, it was infamous at the time, a clear sign of Nazi frightfulness. Today, there's historians who describe it as more 
a result of bad timing. The Dutch had already offered their surrender. It was still working its way through the diplomatic channels. No one bothered to inform um, the people that raided them. So, you know, so that's what this... Uh, well, she had lived through. Yeah, so she, you know, she had went through this, lived through this raid, and her family was killed. And that's mm. why she was... All upset. Now. All there, yeah. All, well, that's why she was here in, in New York. Where Crazy. So, mm-hmm. And I love that they put that... That realism in that, there? Yeah. Mm. You know, because that's what was going on. You know, that's what they were dealing with at that time. Mm-hmm. So... What's your number two? Trading Places. <laughs> awesome movie. Hilarious. And the best boobs ever. Were they? I think she's got some really, really nice breasts. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis? Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely better than the other breasts that you see at the party. You don't remember when that, do you want to rock with me? And she takes her shirt oh, off and she's doing the, the bullshit. I forgot about dance. that. Yeah, you should. Because those were. They, they were very. It was very it, unnecessary. She, I, I thought it was like her back. and. <laughs> it was all. It was her, two of them. It was because it was two of them naked at that party. Yeah, but the It other, was the black girl and it was the Spanish girl. The Spanish girl's breasts were better than the black girl. But Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, because the black girl didn't have any in that one. Yeah, but I mean, black girl didn't have any breasts. But it was just awkward. It was like she. It it was one of those things. Like you didn't really need her to take the top off. No, it was unnecessary, and I didn't. I didn't get it. All she was because she took the top off and then spent the rest of the time dancing in like waist high long pants. It just. it, It was just. It was just awkward. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the party was fully clothed and it was totally December. So it just, it seemed mm-hmm. weird. The the part in, in the scene where homegirl was in the bed and she's like waiting for him topless. That like That makes sense. sense. Jamie Lee Curtis in her house taking her top off and then being like, you can't look at me. This is my house, whatever. That made sense. This random lady just taking her top <laughs> off to dance to some weird like early 80s disco. Was, <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Um, and I got the song in my head right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who sings it. I don't know what it's called, but <laughs> I'm gonna look for it. Let's see. But that that movie is just so funny. It's it's definitely problematic. I just remember, do you want to ride or something? Yeah, in 2018, this is a very problematic film. But do you want to funk by Patrick Callie and Sylvester? Performed by Sylvester. I've heard of Sylvester. Courtesy before. of Megastone, Megatone Records. Megatone. I don't know. I've heard okay. of Sylvester. Do you want to funk with me? And you you notice that uh, you have Home Alone on your list. Yeah. You have Trading Places on your list. Yeah. And my girl Brenda Lee is in both of those with songs. <laughs> True. True. She's a staple. Rocking around a Christmas tree, Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> she's, a, she's a staple. Home Alone's got a really good soundtrack too. It really say. does. Um, even like like the 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 fucking uh, the the score is memorable. Mm-hmm. The creepy song with the kids singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit is. I put that on one night. It was it was a Christmas night a couple years ago. I'm like, wait, this is kind of eerie. I might need to turn this <laughs> off. Either I've had a little too much to drink, or this shit just sounds awkward. Um. <laughs> But, uh, what's your, um, I I love, uh, oh my God, Dan Aykroyd. I can't think of his name. Yeah. And, and Eddie Murphy together. Yeah. They're golden. The, uh, what scenes, do I love a lot of scenes between them? It's so bogus when he's supposed to be choking him and you can see his hands aren't even really on his neck. The whole train part. Is the, no the train part is classic. Yeah, at least their scene with the with the with the Maddie New Year and the and nobody gets mad at Dan Aykroyd. Well, that's blackface. what I'm saying. Like now it's problematic. It's problematic as fuck. Yeah. Time did the train come? Oh, I was in the pavilion. Like it's just like come mm-hmm. on, fam. This is terrible. But eighty three, eighty four when this movie came yeah. out, that that was the height of. Does it make you mad as a black man to see that? No, I but I. No, because I grew up with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like seeing, like, what was that movie, Soul Man, that came out? Mm-hmm. You know, that was entertainment. It, it didn't always entertain me, but if it was funny, it was fine. And these days, that's not the case. You know, it's, and I mean, you can 
we're not going to have a convo about if it's people finally coming to their senses or if it's just people being hypersensitive. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's, it's, we need to be better these days. But back then, it was the norm. Mm-hmm. Just like random women taking the tops off was the norm. It's just, I, you're, this is, I'm going to say four or five years ago. Um, a friend of a friend posted something, you know, like on Facebook where you can see your friend commented on something else that it's not even theirs, yeah. but you could see it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So he commented and I saw it kept popping up cause there was like an argument going on. Okay. And this person was like that Eddie Murphy should have been probably very upset the whole time knowing that that scene was going to come up with Dan Aykroyd and blackface. Uh-huh. And people were going back and forth, back and forth about it. And I, and they were like, they should never play it. They shouldn't even put it on TV anymore. They should just burn all the copies, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I was like, so they're going to burn all the copies where Eddie Murphy is talking about homos and fags exactly. and this and, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. all this other stuff. I was like, because, you know. Doesn't he make a comment like that in the film? Not in the film, but in Delirious and in Raw, he did. Is there not, and that's how he... Is there not a comment about a homo? He does. He does make a comment about that they thought he was a fag. Oh, yeah. These two guys, a couple of fags. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so they were... And all of a sudden, me, who they didn't know me, I just was... But they had it public. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh! And <laughs> like, people were going crazy. True, though. You but I was like, you, you can't... You can't pick and choose. Yeah, I was like, you can't... And that was what I said. I was like, mm-hmm. you can't pick and choose. I was like, because if one is wrong, they're all wrong. Exactly. I was like, you can't... You know, because this one offends you personally. Mm-hmm. I was like, but you have to remember, you know, back then, especially in the 80s, I think they were trying to offend everybody. That was like the whole, Word. you know, if you were white, you were trying to offend every, you know, you were going to, and you weren't Jewish, you were going to offend all the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it was just a, you know, that's just, different that's times. what it was at the time. Yeah, it was different so, times. It but was- yeah, I love the, the, um... I always wanted to ask how um, Dan Aykroyd's character just forgave the butler for acting like he didn't know him. <laughs> I, you know what it is? I think it's one of those things like where... Like, I wanted to see that conversation. It would have been funny. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it's... For lack of a better term, he's the help. Like, he's paid to do whatever... Yeah, he didn't work for him either. He yeah, worked for the... He, he paid for what, whatever the Dukes wanted him to do, he had to do it. So. And... We, I just have to say, because they broke Duke and Duke. Yeah. And then the fact that they were in Coming to America. Mm-hmm. It's smart. As homeless. Yeah. And then they, he gave them a lot of money. Yeah. And he was like, Randolph, we're back. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it was just like, I love that, it's a dope, that they did it's, that. It's a dope callback that uh, I didn't I, cause I, I didn't see. I, I watched Coming to America a lot. But I hadn't seen Trading Places at the time. So it wasn't until years later when I realized what that scene mm-hmm. actually meant. I thought it was just two crazy homeless people. Because, like, it works without knowing yeah. that, you know, they were in this other film. But uh, the fact that, that Eddie made Shouts sure that that was in there. Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of what my favorite scene from Trading Places was, though. Um Sad, it's not like funny, but like sad and depressed Dan Aykroyd as Santa Claus. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. The, and then the gun wouldn't shoot. The and gun <laughs> wouldn't shoot. He's got like, he's like chewing the dog on, pissed on him. He's chewing on like this fucked up piece of ham yeah, that he had. It on was the just, bus. It was so decrepit. Um, damn, there was one scene. It's not, the train scene's classic. Um, fuck. I like John Belushi in it too. He's funny. He's just like. I just like the whole thing because the they like it's so bad because who the hell wouldn't understand that that was a, a gorilla costume? Yeah. But what do you say though? He he was like I forget what the exact line is. The guy's like he's like, what are you get out of my way, monkey? And he's like, monkey, I'm an ape, you clown or something like you know? that. Like it's just <laughs> just so so ridiculous. I can't think of the scene that I mean the the prison scene is hilarious. Shit, I referenced Karate Man bruise on the inside. I referenced mm-hmm. that the other day at work. There was another scene I oh, can't think of. Oh, the whole... Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> dude. Can't be a jive turkey this close to Thanksgiving. Christmas, Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. 
Cla- and that's and I guess that's that's like a triple holiday film because it's low key Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it is. Yep, all three. And this is the only movie out of all the movies that like changed the way business was done because of that whole fucking Wall Street insider trading bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like the the act that they enacted is based off of. They might even call it the Trading Places Act or something like that <laughs> so, to block companies from being able to do what what uh, the Dukes were doing or whatever. The, I mean, it's such a complicated situation. It really is. Um, you got to really be on the... It makes sense, but you really got to be on the inside to uh, understand how they pulled that shit off at the end and became <laughs> gajillionaires. But yeah. I like how that, that guy who looks like Ronald Reagan's right at the end telling him that they have to give up all the money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always bugs me out because <laughs> he looks just like Ronald Reagan. He looks Reagan. like Ronald Reagan. Crazy. What's your number two? The Christmas list. I knew it. <laughs> I, knew it. I knew the Christmas list was going to be in your top five. Mimi Rogers. Yeah. And I don't know anybody else in there. Um, now, the Christmas list is an interesting one, not because because it's nowadays. If the Christmas list came out, it would be on five hundred times. The Christmas list was what? It was a TV movie. Mm-hmm. Had it come on? Like, had you seen it before we had gotten together? Was it like new? No, I've seen it before. Okay. For some reason. That is the hardest freaking movie to, it's, to get a hold of. And a DVD, DVR'd it back when everybody was rocking with DVRs and like could only, like you wouldn't delete that. And we off had that for like three years. Yeah, or it was, it DVR. was one of the I did not want to get rid of that DVR box just because that movie was on it. You And, and you can't buy it. Nope. For whatever reason, whoever owns the rights to this film, they haven't just put it on DVD. And, and it's. And uh, but there was like a thing on Amazon where like you could ask for yeah it's probably like twenty years old now Christmas list because I remember putting because I might still have the uh, the alert set up on that page for when it becomes available to purchase let's see but for whatever yeah, reason currently unavailable <laughs> it's it's just one of those films that they've just ne- the demand is high because again if you go on that page you go in the comments yeah. Everybody's asking for this damn film just to have it. It's a and it's not a great movie by any stretch, but it's just you know. Well, she's what she she works at oh, a perfume counter. Yes. And she's looking for love. Yeah. Well, she's got a boyfriend, but uh-huh. he won't he won't like commit commit like, yeah. and he's like, so he. He treats her trashy, like she should be lucky to be with him kind of thing. Yeah, she's she's like a very nice woman, very, I guess, timid's a good word. Yes, uh, and she lives in an apartment, you know, the, in a building that her family owns. And, you know, she, she just decides, uh, she's talking to her friend, mm-hmm. and she decides to write a list for Christmas. And she asks for, like, uh, fuzzy pink slippers. Mm. And she asks for, um, like, to go to dinner at this, like, really fancy restaurant Mm -hmm. uh, for a new car, uh, makeover. And, you know, nothing major. Just, like, you know, stuff, like, you know, girly stuff that you would ask for. Yeah. And her friend steals the the list from her Mm -hmm. and puts it in the Santa Claus box for the mail. And then, and then everything starts coming true, and they're not sure what to do, and um, and then little by little they're taking the stuff away, mm-hmm. and so she's got to figure out life for herself, and so it's I've watched it once, or I think I've seen most of it once. It's an interesting film. It's definitely different than yeah a lot of regular Christmas films. Um, I'm just going. To, I'm looking for info on. It. I guess. It might not have been critically acclaimed, but it was definitely well-received by reviewers, Wikipedia says, for its original script, both comedic and dramatic. Um, they don't list anything about why it hasn't been released. I don't... I it's. It, I mean, the movie's from, what, 97? Yeah, it's it's old. And, I mean, if you know how to use the internet, you can find the This film. person I'm reading says, I wish they would release the best ever Christmas movie. I've been waiting about 20 years now. Yeah. I got so tired of waiting, started to look around, and there's some shady sites selling it, 
but I just couldn't let go of my credit card information until today. Yeah. Found a few people selling copies on eBay, and I just ordered one. Shame on me, I know, but they have not run it on TV for the last several years. Need to see my perfume lady's love story. Yeah. I mean, I got it. Yep. We found it, but you should be... Uh, it With so much Christmas content out there, it would only make sense for them to put this film out. And every single person on here is 261 for uh, reviews for a movie that's never been sold on Amazon. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. I'm going to have to send, it, send a note to myself to, to try and investigate that situation. Yeah, people are like super, why, why, it why, just, it why? Just, <laughs> look, again, in an era where there's all types of streaming networks and... and this time of year demands a bunch of content. You would think I don't know why this movie is not offered on DVD. Every other Christmas movie available is available and some are terrible. Lifetime used to show this on Thanksgiving weekend just to start off the season, but hasn't shown it in the last two years. Mm -hmm. I thought for sure it would come out on DVD last year when Trump was elected since his wife, Marla ex-wife Marla Maples is in it. Mm hmm. I don't know why she thought that. that yeah, I have it DVR'd, but once my box doesn't work anymore, it will go bye-bye. Lifetime TV, will you please put this on DVD? Where? I'm just looking. I'm checking Twitter. Yeah, there's it's like a ton of people on here. Like, it's where? Weird. Why? Why? It's weird. I guess there's not a lot Mm-mm. of combos. It's also hard to... Uh... It's so weird. Yeah, I love the movie. Um, It's... And I can watch a... Uh, quite a few Christmas movies over and over and over. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have that ability to watch the same shit a, a thousand times. Yes, you do. But um, this movie is one of those ones where, like, I can't watch it at work because I, I tend to listen to whatever I'm supposed to be watching when I'm yeah. at work. Uh-huh. I just listen for the audio. Work. This is one of those movies I have to watch it. I need to see what's going on. So I will not work if I'm at work watching it. <laughs> it's weird. So I can't play it there. I, mean, I might have to look. I might have to see if I can pull anything up on this. Because it's just so interesting that this film is like the one that's not around. But mm-hmm. yeah. And um, we've been looking. We've been checking off and on for years. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like pretty much our whole relationship. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because I remember when the DVR was excellent. Because it was like, yeah, here it is. It's right here. We can we can keep this for as long as we need. But again, like that one person said, that shit doesn't last. Mm-mm. And with so much on TV this time of year, it would just <laughs> make sense that they would. It's, it's like a, it could be like a low key modern classic. At the very least, it's a a people's favorite. Yeah. But even if you only show it once a year, like that would. I be, mean. I'm not saying that there's like not millions of people on Amazon, but if 261 people took the time to review a movie that they couldn't even fucking buy on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. But they like, no, I want the movie. Give me my movie. Give me my, you know, right. like. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't. Get I know it. Amazon's like, God damn it. We could sell this thing for like 50 bucks. These people all, would buy it. Literally all they need is the licensing rights. Yeah. All they need is the rights to figure out who owns it and what, because that's the reason why. Later seasons of Different World, why uh, later seasons of uh, Living Single. Mm -hmm. That's like they'll put out the first season or the first couple seasons, but the rights transfer, some company buys it, that company might go under. If nobody picks up that company, those rights are just there until whenever that contract's up. It's a weird situation. It's a very Very weird situation. Maybe sometime in the future. Maybe they're planning a big. Ooh, we should see if we could buy it. The rights to this film? Mm-hmm. Look into it. I mean... Seriously. Like, what if it was uh, just random and nobody... Yeah, oh, here. Yeah, take it. Wouldn't that be crazy? I'll look into it. See, <laughs> we'll look look in to see how this works. Um, Yeah. But yeah. Good film. I knew that was going to be on your top five. <laughs> I knew it would be on your top five. Okay. And what's your numero uno? Um, Christmas Story. Oh, I should have caught that because you didn't say it in the yeah. other ones. Yeah, it's it's, I it's it's. I mean, it, at this point in twenty eighteen, it's a, it is the Christmas movie for a lot oh, of yeah, people. Oh yeah, absolutely. But again, I remember a time when I like I remember the time during the summer when this was on HBO because they said the thing was 
this film. It went out in theaters. It didn't do great in theaters, Mm-mm. but it was the replays on cable yep. that made it more of a cult classic. And I remember watching that. I hadn't seen it before. One summer I was randomly going through and it was on. And then it just became that movie every year, <laughs> every Christmas. You at least watch it once. I don't remember when, who the genius was to put it on TBS all night. But that was the movie me and my mom would sit down and watch every year. It is TBS. the, it is the, class, it's old. I mean, for a movie that was made in the 80s, that's about what, like the 50s or the 40s or whatever the time frame was. Um, it's amazing that it stood the test of time. It's dirty. <laughs> it's funny. Ralphie's a whole asshole throughout the entire film. And he still gets his present. There is a uh, fact check on Snopes. About Christmas Story? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think there, there's questions about if they got the time period right and things no. like that. No? Did TBS cancel their Christmas Story marathon due to its bullying scene? So apparently that was a story going around. But that's no, false. it's false. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't make any sense. Let's see. Because that would have had to have been recent. And they've been That was shown. two days ago. I was about to say, because that would have been had to have been fairly recent. And there's been no talk of that on some serious shit. That's funny. The marathon for Christmas Story has been going on since 1997. Yeah. 21 years. That makes this sense. This year will be 21. But I feel like I was, I was, it had to have been late 80s. When I first saw that film. I don't even know if my mom owned a copy of it. I feel like we would just... It would bear, would it be on HBO or something? I don't know. But every it comes Christmas, on a lot, though. But I'm saying, like, back then, before 97, there was, there was some way we were... I don't know if we were renting it. We might have been renting it from the, the video store. I don't know. But I remember oh seeing... Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> video right? Store. Right? <laughs> but I, 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 that's one of those films that I definitely remember seeing... It becoming a cult classic, and mm-hmm. now now that's a you can't escape it. No, you can't no. escape that. It's to the point now where it's it's so popular. I don't. It's not like Super Bowl popular, but you can definitely tell which brands are buying commercials to be shown. Oh yeah, during that twenty four hour. Because what was that? The dog, the film with the dog Marley and me, or some shit mm-hmm. like that. It had like eighteen different commercials throughout that twenty four hour <laughs> period. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's. It's a really good movie, though. Easily number one. None of those kids really did much after the fact. Like they were around, but they were that was their film. Spoiler alert! On Christmas Story. Yes. Okay. The tongue sticking to the pipe pole thing was not, not real. real. Yeah, it was like a, a pipe in their suction or something, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. He did really well, though. He played it off really well. He, he was balling. I never balled. Crazy. How the hell are you going to have a tourniquet thing wrapped around your tongue, though? I just never understood yeah, that part. Because it, 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 <laughs> it wasn't even like it was tongue was sticking down. It was just like it was out, like it was holding. Yeah, your mouth would get sore. It. Yeah, it was. And he had to be in class with that shit. That's why he I was mean, in the I already corner. gag on you. Like, I can't imagine trying to have like a, a compress <laughs> thing around my tongue. Well, that's why he was in the corner looking so hurt. <laughs> Okay. Um, What's your number one? Albert Finney's Scrooge. I knew it. When you mentioned that the one Christmas Carol <laughs> was in your top 12, I knew, I was like, yeah, Scrooge has got to be in there somehow. I, <laughs> I, Chris, I was never a big fan of the Christmas Carol tale. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been so overdone. Yes. Different World did it. Fucking, um, what's the other one I was just thinking about? Say by the Bell did it. Like, there's so many iterations of. Yeah, I don't like. You're a jerk. Patrick Stewart did it. They they did the movie Scrooged. They did, you know, there's a ton of them. But it seems like every other year there's another another one coming out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Tiny too. I like this one. This is the only one that they transformed it into a musical. Yeah. And I think the 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 music goes it's really well. Like they did a really good job on this. Does that have the Father Christmas song? Yes. In it? Okay. okay. And um 
And the thank you very much because he died. He doesn't know that he he doesn't he, realize that he's dead. He's and they're dead, all, yeah. And they're all like, thank you very much. And they're turned thank up after his death. Much. That's crazy. He was an thank asshole, you, though. He was. <laughs> he was a whole asshole. And, um, he didn't have to be that mean. No. <laughs> so, um, and this one took you to hell. So he would you would see what he was supposed to do. Uh-huh. He was going to be uh, Satan's accountant because that's what he did. That's which, what he did in real life. Which is weird. What's Satan and worrying about money for? He got to collect something. I, he collecting souls. He collecting souls, yeah. But it's, that's interesting. Maybe he was accounting the souls. Who knows? Yeah. So um, the only part about every single solitary, a Christmas Carol or Scrooge, whichever title it takes, that annoys me uh-huh. is Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim just annoys me, that character. And like it's oh. always this like little waif. A little lame. Little, pale, lame, limpy, fucking waif <laughs> of a child. And he's like, God bless us. Like, Get yeah, the fuck out of here. And that's the only part that kills me. And like, I'll thank God we have it on like uh, stuff where I can fast forward. Yeah. So, well, but yeah. Tiny Tim always reminds me of what was, oh God. Mind notice, whoever's listening to this notice, neither of us has It's a Wonderful Life. On, Which we just saw last year. I was going to say, we just saw it last year. And I just remember the teacher says, every time a bell rings, an, an angel, angel gets, gets his wings. Fuck you. I hate, I, I hate <laughs> that shit. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I just, I can't. And it's always that character that like has the cute little tiny little, little child. And they always got to be the precious one and get the just sick ass back in the bed. And it bothers me on the fact that they don't, you know, I get that this kid is sick. Yeah. I get that part. But to like ignore all your other kids, yeah, of there, which you got like five other kids. Yeah, there were mad other kids in that house. Yeah, there's huh? like four or five other kids. Jeez. So like. Tiny Tim was it, the star. Yeah. That, that's like the. I don't know if they were trying to hurry up and get it all in because they knew he was about to die. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's what it was. Was Tiny Tim the Michael Jackson of that film? Or that movie? That, that family? Tiny Tim it was like the Webster. The Webster of, of that family. Of fam- that family. What was, what was his name? What was his dad's Emmanuel name? Emmanuel Lewis. Oh. Um, uh, was it Cratchit? Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit. T- Tiny Tim Cratchit was the Emmanuel Lewis of the Cratchit family. Yes. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, albino version. Albino. Is that Emmanuel Lewis? He's he's not alive still, is he? Uh, let's I, see. I wonder if he ever did a Christmas Carol episode on Webster. They even the one I was thinking of. They even they did a Christmas Carol like episode on Roseanne about Halloween. No, he's still alive. How old is he? He was born the same year as me, so he's forty-seven. Oh, okay. He is four foot three. I could kick his ass. I love it. You could beat that ass. I don't think I like it when I can beat up people. I feel like I'm I'm so short. I feel like he's not doing anything right now. Let's see. He's sitting on a pile of money. And he was sitting on MJ's lap for the longest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was. You're not wrong, but just. Never mind. He was nominated. Oh, wow. He was nominated for Best Young Actor in a Comedy Series for Webster, Uh, but lost to who? To the other black boy. Um, Mm -mm. He didn't lose to what's his name? Arnold? Nope. Who would Webster? Punky Brewster? Nope. Um, Daffy Duck? (laughs) No. Who? Ricky Schroeder. Really? Silver Spoons. Silver Spoons was a better show. Webster was cool, but it was because he was cute. Yeah. The show was not. The show was trash. <laughs> yeah, the show was not good. Ricky Schroeder. That's like the stereotypical 80s white boy. And then he... Blonde see. white boy. He was nominated again, but it went to somebody named Billy Jane of It's Not Easy. I don't know. In 86, no he was nominated... Which Mark Price ended up winning for his performance in Family Ties. Movie do, In 87, he was nominated for an exceptional performance by a young actor starring in a television comedy or drama series, but lost to Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron was that Lewis guy? Lewis was a child's broke person from the Burger King Whopper. That's fucked up. His ass couldn't even eat a whole Whopper. <laughs> nope. 
They have to cut that shit in the quarters. He appeared as himself on a t- TV child star episode of The Weakest Link in 2001. He was voted off in the third round. At least he wasn't the weakest, but it was damn near. Cameo fun. appearances in the 2007 film Kicking It Old School and the 2013 episode of Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. Thank you for saying that. No problem. In Japan, he is known as a singer. Ugh. He must eat KFC. I wanted, um, never mind. I was going to say something. That he has released racist. two singles. His debut single, City Connection, <clears throat> reached number two at the Oricon chart. City Connection? We have to We have to do this yeah, now. We, we, can't, we can't listen to it on the podcast, so I don't want no copyright. I don't know who's... That was in Japan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what Japanese copyright is going to try and mess with us. In 2014, he appeared on Ken Reed's TV Guidance Counselor podcast. The episode was recorded live at Davis Square Center in Somerville, Massachusetts. And that's where it ends. Wow. Let's see. I wonder if he still sings. His last filmography was 2008. As himself? He's the Lil Flex Show. I don't even know what that is. No idea. <clears throat> He's got a discography. Albums, City Connection, and Love is Dan Dan. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I swear. So those must be the the two singles. Love is Dan Dan. That's got to be some. <laughs> no idea what that means. He is often compared to Gary Coleman. Yeah, Gary Coleman. Referred to as the Antichrist of in the nineteen ninety six song Fire Water Burn. No idea. And in 2009, episode The F Word, he is the head editor of Webster's Dictionary. And pop culture. And that's it. No idea. Shouts out to Emmanuel Lewis, though. You know. I've never seen the Christmas episode of Webster. Hmm. Or different strokes now that I think about it. But if you did a Christmas episode of Webster, like... You wouldn't be able to see the tree because you'd have to pan down so far. Facts. Well, he would be Tiny Tim. Mm, I don't know if he's tall enough. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, that, so that's that's the end of the fucked up parts of the podcast. On that note, I can't believe you still had another eight films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or any other one of those variations of A Christmas Carol? Just a George C. Scott one. I don't understand why they call it Scrooge in some and A Christmas Carol in others. Probably some licensing. There is one version that of uh, A Christmas Carol that... Christmas Carol... I think it's 1938. I have to look. I'm not sure. I know there's a 58, uh, 38 and a 51. Is Alistair? Alistair Sim. Yeah, he's in a 1951 version. Oh, no, I like no, his no. version too. They're, the ones I like are the um, 38, 51, I think it's 72? Uh-huh. Or is it 71? Uh, I have no idea. Let's see. I'm looking for the year, but I probably just need... I know it's Albert Finney. Let's see. 70-something makes sense. 70. Yeah. That makes sense. Just with how the film looks. Yeah. And, uh, and then George C. Scott. 84. 84. So 38, 51, 70, and 84 are my faves. But you didn't, you didn't like Scrooged. <laughs> no. The Bill Murray. And I love Bill Murray. And I that don't like that movie. That was the one I watched. I know that, like that movie. That was on TV a lot, though. It had my girl. What's her name? Carol Kane? Is that her name? Mm hmm. She was the. She's great. She's hilarious. Totally underrated. Yeah, I feel like she only did so much, though. But she I was, love her in Princess Bride. She was, in, was she on Taxi? Mm hmm. I feel like it was something else, but after a while, it was kind of like she wasn't doing... She wasn't as 
I think there was some drug or mental illness issues there. Mm, I have to look that up. But yeah, she was dope. Mm-hmm. She's very dope. dope. Okay, so we are going to uh, wish you all uh, a Merry New Year. Merry New Year. And, um, <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. And, um, and that is it for this episode. And we love you guys. And we'd like to thank our sponsors. Fuckers. Um, they, they refuse to give us their names, any money. Yeah, but they refuse to time. give us that fucking money. They don't call. You can, hey, you can email at prettyunlimited at gmail.com. Yeah, give us, give and, us, give us and some money and we'll, we'll, spon- we'll promote your we, stuff. Just so you know, the formats of money we actually do accept are any. Any. Okay. Any. Um, yeah, let us know. We'll, we'll promote your stuff. Or. We'll continue to just be living drinking with Jack Daniels. Drinking, drinking we would Jack. like more upscale whiskey if you guys can help us yeah, out. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> Get us some sponsor money so we can at least buy some bullet or something. <laughs> you know? So, okay. On that note, peace. Mwah.